people like yourself, probably people like myself, we're in a constant mental battle. What do I mean by that? Every day that we wake up and we get out of bed, the second we get out of bed, we check the news, we read the newspaper, we check our phone for the news. We, we have to question whether or not what we're looking at, reading, seeing, visualizing is actually legitimate or if it's being manipulated. Or some of you may not even check, you know, the mainstream media or anything like that anymore because you simply don't believe it. And I understand that. I don't blame you whatsoever because it feels like we're in a constant battle. Now, you'll see why I bring this up because all of the disinformation is going to be pointed out here in correspondence with the truth. And I really encourage you guys to please watch this episode all the way through just because there's a ton of connections here. So, And it's something that I really think needs to be pointed out uh, as well. Now, before I do that, I do want to give a very special happy birthday to Anthony. Um, Anthony, please thank Melanie for... Uh, for arranging this this uh, sh birthday shout out, so I wish you nothing but the best, and uh, to you and the family. And uh, so let's get right into it. So today's episode is called the Blue Room: the omnidirectional cadavers in limbo for zero point renaissance. Now I know that might sound like a bit much, but once we break it down, it's really not that complicated. So basically, we're gonna define what omnidimensional, um, omnidirectional, sorry, is, and then. C c cadavers simply means corpses, dead bodies, basically, right? So, according to Wikipedia, in radio communication, an omnidirectional antenna is a class of antenna which radiates equal radio power in all directions, perpendicular to an axis, with power varying with angle to the axis, declining to zero on the axis. When graphed in three dimensions, this radiation pattern is often described as donut-shaped, end quote. Now, Notice how it says when graphed within the third dimension, within the dimension we're in. So omnidirectional components and apparatuses are so complex to the point where it entails another form of ascended dimensional uh, uh, procedure in order to be able to understand it completely. But let's take a look at what zero point energy is too. So we're going to take a look at this and then we're going to jump into the really good stuff. So according to calphysics.org, zero point energy, and I decided to use this instead of Wikipedia because I think it's a much better explanation, is the energy that remains when all other energy is removed from a system. This behavior is demonstrated by, for example, liquid helium. As the temperature is lowered to absorb uh, to absolute zero helium remains a liquid rather than freezing to a solid now very quickly guys i want to mention think about the energetic field placed around ufo craft right or the alien craft and we see here owing to the irremovable zero point energy of its atomic motions increasing the pressure to 25 atmospheres will cause helium to freeze in brackets end quote so long story short we know that zero point energy in pure theory is actually real and applicable if we have the appropriate elements or technology to do it now where might we have those technologies or elements hangar 18 now i've done an episode on hangar 18 before but at the time i didn't know nearly as much as i do now with regards to the connections that i've been making so i want to mention a few different things hangar 18 uh limbo and a bunch of different stuff red rain uh the necronomicon if the the book of the dead just to give you guys an idea so let's take a look here if we look at ancientstuff.net all right. According to former military pilots such as Oliver Henderson and Marion Black Mac Meg Rudder, there is definitely some strange activity sprouting from the place. In the 60s, presidential nominee Senator Barry Goldwater of Arizona actually wanted to find out the mysteries behind Hangar 18, but he was surprisingly denied access instantly. Right. And if we take a look here, we're going to see that a former in the Patreon uh, members only episode, I will be playing tomorrow 
as part of an overall connection to this all a recording of a former CIA intelligence officer stating on a local radio station what he saw within the blue room within hangar 18 right now here's the other thing as well that I want to also make very clear end quote by the way um Hangar 18 is also a movie. This is the psychological warfare aspect of it. The, it. I believe it came out in the early 80s, and I think it was 1980 or 81, and it basically debunked all of the rumors while throwing things right in our faces, right? So some of it was truth, just like Steven Spielberg's Close Encounters film with the Project Serpo at the very end of the film. Same idea here. There, At the time, you couldn't simply deny stuff if there was actual documentation of it because there was no internet. There was no technology that we have now. You couldn't say, oh, well, you know, that's a deep fake. You know how things are nowadays, right? You had to actually make something up to cover for it. And that's what the Hangar 18 film actually is. Now, it's also been purported and rumored that Hangar 18, excuse me, is actually the real version of Area 51. And there's a deep underground military base, Magneto Leviton Tunnel, that connects the two because Area 51 has been so put out there for the public. Now, that's honestly debatable. I'm pretty sure within the Area 51, Nevada, Los Alamos area, there's still a ton of experimentation going on because, again, hiding it in plain sight is always the best thing, no matter what. Very sadly, but it's true. Now, the next thing I want to mention before I talk about limbo resurrection and why these cadavers or these alien corpses are used through zero point energy for resurrection is I want to mention Gary McKinnon. Now, here's the thing back in the early 2000s, and I've covered this a bunch before, Gary McKinnon hacked into NASA and a bunch of Pentagon, uh, Pentagon computers. Excuse me. Now, I want to bring this up because he found something. Thing. Not only mentioning here, if we look at nationalufocenter.com, the uh, existence of, quote, non-terrestrial officers and fleet-to-fleet transfers, as well as a secret program called the Solar Warden Secret Space Program, which, by the way, we've also talked about a bunch on our live streams and all that. But the reason why I want to bring this up is because he discovered certain things that were inside the blue room within the files that he looked at. And you're going to see why this com how this comes full circle. He also discovered the form in which the resurrection is occurring. And now the reason why I say this is because I've been contacted by a source that's provided a form of evidence, not proof, but evidence, right, to suggest this, not to confirm it, but to suggest this. Now, if we look at it from a realistic point of view, why hasn't Gary McKinnon, because he's a gentleman who lives in the United Kingdom currently. Why hasn't he been extradited to the United States? I'll tell you why. Because technically speaking, the United States wanted to uh, prosecute him all those years ago, but here's the thing. This was actually a bad play for the U.S. And if, if he were to be extradited, which is why it didn't happen, because think about it like this. Gary McKinnon, even if in the U.K., if the U.K. government or the MI6, their version of the CIA, removed and got rid of all the evidence that he had of the hack and of what he saw, then at that point, it's just his word, right? Who's going to believe him? But here's the thing, though. What, if he were to be brought back to the United States and he were to be uh, presented in front of a judge that would be willing to use the Freedom of Information Act, the FOIA uh, apparatus, right, within the government, then the CIA and the U.S. government's in deep shit, because then what's going to happen is they're going to have to declassify all of the files Gary McKinnon saw. So what they'll do is the judge will then say to Gary McKinnon, did you see this, 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 and that? And he, what he'll do is he'll then say, I saw this, this, and this. The judge will then go to the CIA and said, okay, declassify. Let's see if he's right. Let's see if he's telling the truth. So do you see why he wasn't extradited? It's certain instances like this that allow for people like Gary McKinnon to, in a way, not prove, but pr uh, present more than substantial evidence to suggest Hangar 18 and all of this is legitimate, right? Now, let's move on. So let's take a look here. 
at history.com. Now, apparently, Hangar 18 is a legendary alien warehouse. But here's the other thing, too. When we take a look at the way in which some of these cadavers are actually resurrected or are brought back, it is using zero-point energy, as I mentioned in the beginning, harnessing the omnidirectional technology that we can't even begin to grasp. Now, the other thing I want to mention as well, too, is the fact that there are people that have been investigating the Blue Room for years in Hangar 18, and they always get contacted by someone... By the, who claims to be a CIA officer, and this is over many years, not like, you know, over five, ten years, someone on the internet. We're talking telephone calls, you know, the, the voice being blurred out or, um, you know, deep in so you don't recognize it. We're talking letters in the mail from someone named The Blue Guy, also having to do with abducting children and things like this, but we get into that on Patreon because I, I can't really discuss that publicly. But anyways, what we're going to see here is we're going to see a bunch of forms of technology that is drop seeding through the disk theory into the public and one of them is this let's take a look at eurekaalert.org uh, and this was just about a month ago give or take scientists use a novel ink to 3d print bone with living cells now here's the thing the living cells that are being used here also use coincidentally enough omnidirectional bioprinting in cell suspension by the way and i quote enabling them to print bone-like structures that harden in a matter of minutes when placed in water and quote, what can you place in water when you apply the zero point technology to it? An omnidirectional presence, which can, in theory, bring back life in a lot of ways. Now, here's the interesting thing as well. Every time allegedly there's a resurrection of one of these cadavers within the uh, the blue room in Hangar 18, red rain occurs in India. And I know that might sound ridiculous, but there has been yet to be an explanation as to why that is the case. Now, what's also interesting too is that if we look here at newscientist.com, atom in limbo turns photons into molecules, right? Uh, basically what we're seeing here is through quantum ble uh, beam splitters and things like this, we're seeing all of this come together on the public end with the bones and all that now red rain is connected to this because it emits the same frequencies that these bones emit so clearly there's a connection i don't know what it is i'm not going to sit here and pretend that i know what what i'm talking about in that sense the connection is there i just don't know what into what detail it is uh, it delves into now here's the other interesting thing as well According to multiple whistleblowers who have been in the Vatican's underground uh, secret archives, right? The Book of the Dead, or the Necronomicon, I hope I've pronounced that correctly, as they call it, is considered to be a fake book officially, right? But again, there's tons of leaked images of it and things like this. But here's the thing. The frequencies that are given off with a basic EMF reader, by the way, and this is how the, the paranormal and the UFO world kind of inter intersect, so to speak. The frequencies given off from certain pages within this Book of the Dead is the same, excuse me, frequential apparatuses and vibrational brains that are being emitted off of that scientific experiment from that EurekaAlert.org reported. Right. And also at the same time, there's a connection to the way in which it uses omnidirectional bioprinting to revive these bones. And we'll be doing a bit more of an episode on that later on, too, uh, having to do with the 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 lake of the, the bones and all that stuff. But anyways, the point is this, why they're bringing back these species for a form of resurrection or something or renaissance, if you will, is hard to say, but clearly they're doing it. It's very evident based on what we're seeing. I mean, we can take a look, for example, at uh, ufoinsight.com, right? We can see here, you know, Hangar 18, legends based on facts of the Blue Room, right? And that's the other thing, too. You take certain things like the Hangar 18 movie, you throw it right in our faces, 
right? And you use things like zero point energy to be able to bring people back from the dead, which is why a lot of times, a lot of these aliens that are not probes or vessels tend to generally not be afraid of death based on multiple reports as well, right? Because the resurrection, I don't know about the back end of the way in which the soul gets transferred if you die, you know, out in a field or something, but overall, zero point energy can do all of this. Now, zero point energy can also do something that's considered to be pseudoscientific, which is do, oh, I don't know, cure things like cancer, right? Cure, you know, be able to provide limitless energy around our homes, things like this. Zero point energy is the key to a a lot of different things. Anti-gravity, zero point energy, it's different, but it's one in the same simultaneously, simultaneously, right? Now, the other thing I want to note too is that The reason why I'm so confident about this is because Senator Barry Goldwater has been on record, in addition to Senator Harry Reid, who's still alive to this day, who's now retired, has said many times, we've tried to get into Hangar 18 at the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, and guess what? We're not allowed in. And the second we mention the Blue Room, they get the, the people at the Air Force Base there, they really get paranoid. And they've said this, by the way, on they've said this. And so when I see that, these are two former senators. Guys, I say this all the time on my live streams. If there's nothing there, just say there isn't. Do you see what I'm saying? But no, it's, sir, you're not on a need-to-know basis. That's every single time. Sir, uh, respectfully, you're not on the need-to-know list. You see what I'm saying here? And so this is not coincidental. We're seeing reoccurrences, again, the consistencies over and over and over again, right? Over and over. Now, again, I don't know the specific connections between the Book of the Dead and things like this, but if we take a look at, again, bibliotecaplates.net, which is a great indexing website, and this is according to pksurandon at ufoindia.org, and I know a lot of people in India, the Indian people, are very 50-50 on whether or not UFOs are even legitimate or should be accepted if we see here this references an article that has to do with the fact that if we look the exact species is yet to be identified but how such a large quantity of pores could appear over a small region is yet unknown this leaves several questions unanswered having to do with the red rain why the red rain occurs every time there's an alleged resurrection in hangar 18 within india it could be a form of a connection to some type of frequential barrier or apparatus or I guess we could say pathway through Agartha of sorts, through inner earth, if you will, right? And so when we see all this, I have like, I mean, look, this is ripe for a a, a cover-up, right? We got the PSYOP angle. We have the technology all those years ago that's now being drop-fed publicly, as I showed, you know, between zero-point energy at the lowest level and omnidirectional energy. We then have Gary McKinnon to support this evidence as well. And look, guys, I'll tell you straight up, as if I'm talking to you, as if I'm in your living room right now or wherever you are, I'm not saying that this is correct. What I'm presenting here is correct. What I'm saying is we're following the consistency and the trail of evidence that would suggest us or lead us to the most realistic conclusion not to the conclusion of all this and that and whatever you know what i'm saying here and so again we observe all this and then we look at it and we say okay it's not for me to tell you guys what to think ultimately right but again like i've been saying zero point energy evidence of drop feeding omnidirectional uh technology and apparatuses which is pretty much legitimate confirmed publicly gary mckinnon the limbo resurrection the hangar 18 psyop movie similar to those who have if you watched our patreon episode a couple days ago having to do with the mars footage you're gonna if i'm not mistaken i think it was patreon yeah you're gonna see there that that was a cover-up as well to the alternative three For those who saw that, you'll know what I'm talking about, right? The same idea, because back then, they couldn't cover things up so easily. They had to make a film about it and say, look, it was fake because it's based off of this film. 
right? Everyone gets paid in cash. Everyone shuts up. Everyone, everyone's happy, right? Now, again, I know that the, the Book of the Dead and the Red Rain is a bit of a looser connection, but I want to present it because of the reports and the research I'm gathering. So let me know what you guys think, and we will catch you guys uh, next time. Cheers.